This is the Wilmot Brothers podcast. Hello. Hello. How's it going, Harry? I'm good. Do I sound alright? You sound fine. What do you mean, like emotionally or? Um. Yeah. <laughs> emotionally, you're sounding fine. Oh, alright then. Technically, you sound okay. Okay, yeah. cool. Because my mic is like temperamental, and sometimes it's. At the moment, I'm I'm talking onto it like a flute, so I'm just blowing over the top of it. That's, that sounds good because you don't want to like disappear. You've been a bit. No. I uh, whenever I do like peas and things, I kind yeah. of kind of feed uh, back out and yeah, and that, yeah, that kind of thing. It's annoying. So uh, I think another thing we should say at the beginning, straight up, straight up, is if you straight want up. to get in, if you want to get in touch with us, you the listener at home, you should tweet us you at musical now. Teeth. Tweet us, yeah, at musical teeth right now. Yes, the people who are listening, go into the past and tweet us. <laughs> right now. Yeah. So I just put up on Twitter for people to tweet us their questions or comment on Facebook if they want to ask us questions as well. And I just retweeted it. Amazing. So we might get some responses, we might not. Probably not. But other than that, I was um so I was looking at your tweets this morning. Oh yeah, yeah. And I and I saw the one you put on about um Rog, the cartoon. I know! Um, now, so obviously this was a cartoon that you watched when you were really little or something? Yeah, when I was so, like, just ridiculously little. Yeah. I think I must have been, like, three or, I don't know, maybe five or just something, like, so it was just, like, a a weird, I I kept on thinking, did I dream it? Yeah. Was this a hideous dream which I had? And then it's kind of tricking my mind into thinking it was a real animation which I watched yeah. Somehow see again. Then it was just yeah. like a cruel trick on me. But then, um, then I, I was convinced then that it that it was real, and I will actively seek it out. Yeah. But then I just I was every time I tried to like remember it, and then remember exactly what happened, so I could get uh, scrape together some meaning meaningful information about it to yeah search uh, on the internet. Yeah. Uh, every time that happened, I was just I kept on hitting dead ends and like random non. Oh no! Tool, and uh, I had a breakthrough last night. Well, <laughs> early this morning, in fact, and yeah. um, I I found it. Uh, uh, it was really weird. It was on a it was on a website um, describing how lots of Western animations uh, are nightmare fuel for young kids. <laughs> so and it what? Was um, of all our childhood animations. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So what did it feel like when you watched it? Um I wanted to I was a bit it was a bit bittersweet because I didn't want to spoil the 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 childhood memory that I had of it. Yeah. Didn't want it to be tarnished by this new memory. Mm. But um despite that, it was very good. It was awesome. It was it was so much better than I remember actually because there was some bits in it which I'd forgotten about and it was just so much more hilarious and yeah. It's just wicked cool. Um, uh, so I watched the whole thing as well. Oh, yes. <laughs> good, isn't it? Oh, my goodness. It was so good. Did you ever, like, do you have, like, a memory of it? What did you Um. Well, in the introduction, I, I can't say that I have watched it. I might have done because when I started watching it, I started watching yeah. it with the sound off because I just was in bed checking Twitter this morning. I didn't want to wake Jess up and I couldn't yeah. be able to stick the headphones in. <laughs> and I was watching it and then I showed this, like... Um, wide sort of cityscape and then the yeah. sun started popping up and I was like 
that sun is going to disappear and then pop back up in a minute. And <laughs> yeah, it went, I know. And pop back up. And I was like, <gasps> have I seen this before? But after that, I was like, I actually had no memory of watching it. That's crazy. Because I remember watching it at somebody else's house other than our house. I, I thought it was Nana and Pops's, and I thought it was on one of their, uh, so that's our grandparents, I thought it was on one of their, um, their like old VHS tapes that they had in those, those crazy old drawers. Yeah, one, so of the, I, one of those was um, the Lord of the Rings animation. Oh, I didn't actually ever watch that at their house. I, I watched I watched the, the Gulliver's Travels animation with the live-action dude. Oh my goodness, so did I! <laughs> <laughs> And there's some other ones, I can't remember them now. Oh, um, Tom Thumb. Do you remember oh, that yeah. one? Oh, yeah, totally. So I found those there, but I didn't actually find Rags. So I was well annoyed, and I asked Nana about it, and she was like, oh, no, I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know why she was Welsh. But then, um, <laughs> so then I, that's that was last week, so then I was like, really, okay, I'm going to properly search for this now. And I came across loads of other random, um, oh, it was so bizarre, because I found this forum where these guys were asking about it, and they... They, they they knew the exact same information I knew. Okay, before uh, we um before we go on, um spoilers. Cause, yeah, because that's the thing. Because I watched this cartoon and today, and I, I watched the first half this morning and the second half this afternoon. When I because I didn't realize it was just a short half an hour thing. Yeah. And after watching, I was like, that was really good. Yeah. Like that that would have worked as a short story. It would work as a story that if you told a bunch of people or told was, a bunch of kids. Just it was, amazing. It was so good. So I think we should advise everyone. Yeah. If you're if you are listening to this right now, you should go onto YouTube and just type Rag. Yep. And it's one of the top links. That will put a link on the comments for you. Yeah, we'll put a link on the comments. Um, um, so right now, go and watch that, and then me and Harry are going to discuss it, and you can enjoy the discussion. Pause the podcast now. <laughs> I typed in um, man taken into his own dream by dream people or something yeah. along those lines and I didn't find much information but I did find that it had flamingos at the end that everyone turned into flamingos so I added yeah. the term flamingos at the end Yes. Um, and I went through a couple of other searches and I went through YouTube and I found these other cartoons, well, I can't remember what one was called, uh, Twice Upon a Time, was, yeah. which I thought it was, but it turns out not to be. Um, and then I came across this uh, Nightmare Fuel website where this crazy person is allegedly um, kind of making out that all these Western animations uh, have, uh, 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 according to him, surprisingly... Uh, nightmarish aspects to them but I was like well of course that's one of the basic storytelling kind of uh, <laughs> yeah well that's the thing it's not just stories it's not just it's not being a nightmare isn't an aspect of a story but what I think you're saying that it's the stuff that's such so freaky that it can really capture a child's imagination and then yeah because I, I can attest to that well not so much out of nightmares but there was a which is freaky stuff, man. Yeah. I told you about this before, but I'll tell it again. Um, when when I was over at, around at Lee Parker's house, <laughs> when I was in probably year one, and uh, we were watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh. And there's an, yeah, and there's an episode, I think it's called Enter the Fly. And the yeah. bad guys have basically captured this scientist and taken them into their evil dimension. 
and then they go to put him into a um into like a into some sort of machine which is meant to destroy him yeah to like rip apart his dna they put him in they throw him into this room and he's there like screaming his innocence and he's just this nice scientist they Uh throw him in and they close the door and then he comes up against like the porthole and he's like please let me out let me out and they're like pull the switch and they pull the switch and there's this moment of it's just horror that this completely innocent man is getting just destroyed and then it, the lightning machine sort of goes off and you like you can see his skull his skeleton like flash up inside him oh my goodness you know what that is that's the scene from uh dr manhattan changing in watchmen oh yeah it's kind it's kind of like that except if anything this is more horrific <laughs> it's, it's it's the the tone of it and the and the way that it's, this is an innocent man getting thrown in on purpose yeah by, by someone who's being forced in Anyway, he looks at the portal and he's he's hitting against it, and then a, a fly is flown at the same time. And as this machine goes off, he combines with the fly and he comes out as this horrific, metamorphosed, evil oh, fly creature. Oh, oh man! Yeah, that's but horrific. The, the real horror for me was seeing this man get chucked in and just like seeing his skeleton inside him as he gets as he gets changed. So definitely, cartoons are nightmare fuel. Um, so yeah, anyway, going back to Rog. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking it's, it's such a, a, it's such a good example of storytelling, didn't you think? Yeah, I I was, um, I was, uh, I was actually amazed, uh, watching it again, how much, uh, how incredibly awesome it was. Like, I, I, I love the, um, uh, the president character with his hands and like, ooh. Yeah. A new discovery. Shall I open it now? Yeah. Well, wait. And then he just waits for a bit. And then he's like, no, I'll open it now. And it's just wicked. Yeah. I loved it. I watched that like three or four times. Like, I think it, um, it's because in every story, the the first part is known as the stasis. And that is when you set up the world and you set up what's meant to be normal. And I think... It works really well how they set up this incredibly magical place, and you see this in, entire hall, which is like this like huge chasm made yeah. of glass, basically. And it just seems like this incredible, perfect world. Yeah. And and it's it's really fun, and you're like, wow, this is, seems like such a cool place. And then, and it's kind of zany because there's these babies that are kind of hyper intelligent. <laughs> yeah. And like cr- crazy contraptions, and it's obviously just a really fun place. And then all of us, all of a sudden, this perfect world discovers that it's a dream. Mm. I think uh, that's... And it's just like the, the perfect kind of uh, structure of a story uh, and like kind of children's fantasy coupled with the uh, f- philosophy of space and time and that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Yeah, it's an amazing example. I thought it was an amazing example of story structure. Yeah. Because there is actually very little... There's there's the there's the narrator, yeah. But almost all of it is done by like showing, and it's all done by yeah. The visuals, like whole, the whole scene of the uh, the bird, um, or the little chick who's um, falling. Uh, he tries to get a better view of the of the guy uh, going yeah. the street, and he kind of goes out to the edge of the um, the the branch and kind of falls off. And that all, there's yeah. no dialogue at all of that, but there's like. It's incredible. Yeah, I was I was going to talk about that a bit actually because 
that bit was absolutely incredible because yeah. that, was, that was a point in the story where, first of all, like they're 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 right in the midst of this quest, which is they're going to save crisis. the world. Yeah, but one thing that that they did really well because with stories, it's all about holding things back until the right time. Yeah. So you at that point, you you know that you you didn't know what they're going to do, but you know they've taken him inside the dream, mm. and you know that they've achieved this, but you don't know. So he's in, then inside his own dream, which you're yeah. like, oh wow, that is so cool, and it's such an amazing idea. And then you're like, so what's what's going to happen? And you're watching. Up. Yeah, and yeah, that's the thing. That's what makes it so good because that point in the that point in the dream, everyone is quiet and everything is at stake. Mm. In that short time of telling the story, like twenty minutes in or so, they've managed to set it up so that there's this world, and all of a sudden, that world, that entire perfect world is a not real yeah and b is entirely at stake depending is entirely dependent on whether or not he wakes up so the fact of that that one bird landing on that branch is just it really draws you in (laughs) so at that point i was just like this is such a well-made story i know and then they take him inside this big fluffy dome and you're like but then what are they going to do and you're grappling with the idea of so there's this perfect world which they want to save yeah but in order to save it, save it, they have to keep an innocent man asleep forever for the rest of his life. Yeah, yeah, and that and that idea is so sinister. Oh gosh, yeah. And then they kind of dissipate it by just saying, suddenly something happened which nobody expected. Yeah, but what what was really great about that as well was because often in stories, like when kids write stories, yeah, it's always because kids don't understand how to write themselves how to write a story out of the situation it's in yeah kids kids will be like and then a monster appeared and then pirates came and then the house (laughs) and then they'll be like and then a wizard appeared (laughs) and said alakazam and he woke up and it was all a dream (laughs) so so at that point everyone starts turning turning into flamingos flamingos (laughs) but that that works because you accept it because at the very beginning of the story it's set up to be you you understand that it's a dream world right at the very beginning and it's a world where almost anything can happen yeah and it kind of it fits in with the whole story everything's already kind of everything already in fact has happened because they've discovered almost everything haven't they yeah it was um yeah i I love the twist of everyone turning into flamingos and then it's like the world is is destroyed but in a in a way that it's been changed yeah and just uh, yeah, everything all the books all the discoveries they've made just turn into the flamingos and i love that the image of the the king of this world he just thinks it's amazing and then he like opens <laughs> yeah it up, completely i think that i think that was great because what could have been interpreted then is that it was ho- like a, a a kind of bittersweet thing that yeah. it's all flamingos but it's we've lost all the the great discoveries and all the great yeah. and things, but the fact that the the mayor loved it so much and thought it was the best discovery ever was just kind of put the cherry on top and made it um, yeah. a much more satisfactory ending. Yeah, and then it and the whole thing ends with that picture of this guy asleep, but then he's surrounded by flamingos. So he's he's so he's like surrounded by his own dream, and you can see yeah. this kind of infinite loop thing. You're like. What you just—I love it. It's like it's—it's it's left in a perfect way. Cause you're like, is he going to wake up? What's going to happen? Yeah. But it's also kind of satisfying. Yeah, it's but crazy. Yeah. 
I thought it was just like gen- genuinely like a a really good cartoon. Hmm. It's got to be one of my all-time favorite cartoons now. Yeah. So uh, what um what other dreams? What are, no, not what the dreams. What other cartoons were there on this nightmare fuel site? Um. Okay, it's got some great examples actually. There's um. Okay, do you remember We're Back, a dinosaur story? Do you remember? Did you ever watch that? I'm not sure I ever actually watched with, that. With I the, think I've, I've seen just right. the posters of it with a like a T-Rex wearing roller skates. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, do you remember this, the Professor Screw-Eye guy? At the I, didn't, end? I never watched it. Oh, at the very end, basically, this guy, um, he kind of, he's the bad guy, and he dies by all his pet crows landing on him. And like for a yeah. moment of silence, they just don't move, and then they all fly away, and it's just his screw which is left. It's really scary. Oh, yeah. And there was this big thing which happened which I can't really go into but another uh, animation which got listed here which is definitely something which scared the living crap out of me when I watched it and yeah. probably you out and I know Aaron did yeah. like this as well can you guess what it is the labyrinth nope it's watership down oh my goodness watership down was is one of those it's one of those things oh, no. where you'd watch it and you'd be like I Wait. don't want to watch this anymore. No. <laughs> it's just—it's so hideous because it's just like they're so serious, and it's like these rabbits, which are very cute rabbits, and there's one mentally disturbed rabbit, and there's another old wise rabbit which gets crushed and things, and there's hideous fights and there's blood and yeah, it's just—it's amazing how how much like those images as from as a child. They imp- they imprint on your brain, like that image of the skeleton inside the guy's body, and so vegans around now. <laughs> but I can one that I can remember in that is when um, Fiverr, who's the sort of prophetic slash mentally ill rabbit, yeah, and he looks out on the fields and they, I think the sun oh. is setting and he's like the fields are covered in blood and you're just like oh, yeah. my. and there's some images in there which you just. You can't forget, like, I can remember mm. when the owl steals the rabbit from outside. Mm. When she goes too near the edge of the field. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's because yeah. it's like a girl rabbit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, and there's another bit where a rabbit gets caught in the snare. Yeah. And it's got oh, and yeah. blood coming out of its mouth. Oh, I remember that. And the one I don't like thinking about is how the, the rabbit was in the, in the warren when, um, like, the... Uh, what they called bulldozers came in and he was trying to get out and he was getting crushed and then he was like a he was telling it as like a flashback kind of story and yeah. he was just like I'm getting crushed uh, yeah kind of that was that was that was entirely just terrifying yeah party. his his vision yeah, was, I love how when when but when you when you see the images again start again yeah he um Fievel's um visions reminded me of uh of the Animals of Farthing Wood intro, where it's that oh, yeah. huge um, kind of cement mi- mixer which drops on the land and like kind of covers the land in like a hideous grey goo, and the yeah. Farthing Wood creatures kind of run away. Yeah, I th- I'd say the Animals of Farthing Wood for me, I think summed up like not summed up, but like really there was some some moments in year in year three for me which were just like in watching Animals of Farthing Wood which stick in my mind, like. <laughs> 
Like the moment when the uh, when the hedgehogs are walking across the road. Ah. Oh, and they don't like they don't remember that. They think the, the lady hedgehog doesn't walk fast enough. And the dad, the guy hedgehog's like, come on, come on. They're going so slow. And everyone's like, come on. And then you just see the headlights of the truck. And then all you see is the wheels of the truck spinning around and the helicopter and the helicopters, <laughs> the hedgehogs. <laughs> the hedgehogs aren't there anymore. I remember that. Oh, oh. my goodness. Oh, it's absolutely, it's absolutely terrifying. I love hedgehogs. Yeah. They're pretty. Anyway, um, the next one, just down the list after the Watership Down sequel, called The Plague Dogs, which I've never seen. Yeah. Um, probably a good thing, because it sounds awful. <laughs> um, the next one after that is Fern Gully, The Last Rainforest. Oh, yeah, Fern Gully. That was a, that was a good film. I enjoyed that. Yeah. But this guy kind of goes on how uh, it's nightmare fuel, how b- uh, Batty's, or Robin Williams, rap about how he... Um, uh, humans like inserted wires into him and things, which is thing. Oh yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, I used to I think kind of I, cite that rap. Yeah, it was amazing. I, I I think I was a little bit older when I started when I first watched that, but that was good. I'm Batty, toys in the attic, potatoes in a jacket. <laughs> Something about erratic. <laughs> yeah, my brain's all static. Uh, yes. Oh, that was amazing. Oh, I can't remember the rest. No, neither can I. I tell you what we should do. Red wires, blue wires, stick them right through me. Should right. we have a little um, interlude and listen to that? Yeah, that sounds cool. Okay, cool. I'm going to get that up on the YouTube. Sweet. Human tails. Humans just have tails. <laughs> okay, I'm going to play it. They walk around in big pants saying, hi, Helen. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What, what an amazing, amazing thing that was. Okay, let's have a listen. Well, didn't I? <laughs> If you can't tell, I'm a bat! <laughs> yes, I am! And they used to call me Batty. Batty Coda. Nice to meet you. Bonjour. <laughs> and where are you from? I just blew in from a biology lab. I'm back and I'm flapping free. Let me tell you a story and it's all about... <laughs> think about how um how how much time i must have spent just in front of a tv watching crap yeah well just watching all all these shows oh, watching that... timeless memories 
Yeah, exactly. I spent right. loads of time um, re-watching all the intros to my favourite cartoons. Oh, really? Yeah. I, but the day. I, I think I've, about once a year I just go yeah. on this amazing nostalgia fest where I just kind of gorge on memories. Mm. Like, I used to, I can remember, it's, it's, it's amazing, because as soon as you watch it, especially when you watch the, when the intros to cartoons, you, su- you suddenly get taken back to the exact feeling of, of being a child on, like, Saturday or Sunday mornings, just chomping down on cereal. Yep. That was so Sounds good. right. So, <clears throat> in other news, um, we're, me and Jess are throwing a Thanksgiving party today. Oh, really? Yeah. What? When? Today. Today? Yeah, it's Thanksgiving it's already, today. It's already 7 o'clock. Well, people come out at 8 o'clock. Oh, okay. Well, fair enough. <laughs> it's going to be wild. <laughs> Are you going to ride turkeys? Uh, no, but we have... I've got a turkey. Thank the turkeys. I've got a, a massive turkey, which I've like had to hack the wings off to get it stuffed into the slow cooker. <laughs> Normally happily holds a chicken, but I was like, get in now, you turkey. <laughs> and we've got um we've got loads of uh, friends who are either american or married americans yeah so we're getting and it's because it's american thanksgiving today and canadian thanksgiving was about a month ago but so we're going to do we're getting them all round so we can enjoy thanksgiving we've got um reese's peanut butter cups for dessert uh-huh. have you got meatloaf we've got meatloaf we've got turkey have you got beef jerky no <laughs> You've got Joe's <laughs> soda. It's got all the American foods. Have you got Mountain Dew? No, we haven't got Mountain Dew. We've got Coke. We've got turkey. We're going to do um, mashed sweet potatoes um, with grilled marshmallows on top. What? Oh, it's good. It's good. It's amazing. It's like you, what you do is you make mashed potato, then you put it in like a pot or whatever, and then you just basically... Put, um, place loads of marshmallows on top, then press them down and stick it under the grill, and it's amazing. Marshmallows. Oh, it's good, because sweet potatoes are really sweet anyway. And potatoes. I know, only in America, right? <laughs> it's so like a savoury s'more. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, kind of. Well, not really, it's just come on. That is the only ingredient that's the same. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. A savoury s'more would be, like, crackers... With cheese. <laughs> with cheese. Oh, that sounds really good. <laughs> yeah. And grapes. When have you had a s'more anyway? Uh, I made them up in uni, then I realised they were actually a thing. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I used so, to have so you completely buzzed out then, oh. did you say? I used uh, chocolate hobnobs. Oh, really? So what did you do? Melt them and then put two together? Heated on a an electric <laughs> cooker. Sorry. Not an electric hooker, an electric cooker. <laughs> so, did you put a marshmallow in them as well? Yeah. So, you, you actually fully invented s'mores? Yeah. And we oh, were... my word. No way. Then you were born, like, 400 years ago in America. Even though so, we should probably a... finish up now. It's a bit early that we normally finish up, but I've got to, like, get ready for people coming around. Sweet. Well, that's good. We managed to discuss two of the things on my list. Maybe three of the things. Which is very nice. Okay. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.